Hey y'all, and welcome to the Teacher Nook, where we break down strategies, tools, and resources to help self-contained educators teaching students with significant disabilities, including autism. Learn tips and tricks to manage behavior, improve communication, and build vocational skills in less time and with less stress. We help you work smarter, not harder. It's Ayo here, and I want to thank you for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your questions on teaching students with severe and profound disabilities. But before we get to today's episode, I want to remind you that you can have your questions answered on the Teacher Nook by heading over to the website and submitting a question today. If you have your question chosen for the podcast, you'll receive a free resource from the Noodle Nook store. Our store has visual supports for communication and behavior, including token boards and visual schedules, adapted novels and activities to develop students academically, like our new builder bin, your DIY dollar store STEM activities, and vocational training tools like principal and DIY task boxes, all meant to support teachers in special education or autism units. So be sure to visit www.noodlenook.net today to get your questions answered. All right, let's get this podcast started. Okay, so Patty sent me a question that a little bit of me wondered if I should even attempt to answer. Sometimes it can be really hard to answer questions about specific students when you don't know them. So remember, everything I say is just best practice. You'll have to try the best you can with the specific student that you're trying to work with to see if these strategies will help. But Patty had me, uh, yeah, this is a good one. So um, Patty sent me a question. It says, I have a student who has started to repeatedly say help all day long, like an average of 50 plus times a day. He will ask for help completing tasks that I've watched him doing in the past, like opening his food at lunch and putting his book bag away um, independently. He will even ask for help in his free time while on the computer, and this is a task he is perfectly capable of doing. In my opinion, he's doing it for attention, and I was trying to do planned ignore, which has helped eliminate some behaviors with him in the past, but I'm worried that he'll keep asking for help I'm sorry, I'm worried that he'll stop asking for help when he really needs it. So, any suggestions on how to deal with this behavior? P.S. He's a ninth grade student in a self-contained classroom. Whew! So, um, yeah, that is a good one, Patty. (laughs) I, I read that question and I was like, gosh, it sounds like so many IEP goals is that a student will ask for help when they need it. But the problem then becomes is how do we know if a student really needs help? Are they just asking for help because they'd rather have someone do it for them? And this is something about learned helplessness more than anything else? Or is it really that the student needs help and they are challenged with a a task or skill? So in this situation, it sounds like the student has just started saying help all the time, even when they're in situations where they don't need help. So, Patty, I love, first off, what you're doing with planned ignore. I think planned ignore is going to become very important here. But the other part of this is that we really want to see that the student understands what help really means. So I'm going to give you a couple of strategies here that you might try with the student to see if you can limit or at least start to decrease the number of times the student is asking for help when you believe that they do not need it. So, of course... Any social skill, social behavior, or behavior um, plan is going to include some combination of the following. And that would be definitely some kind of social story to talk about when we ask for help, 
we're going to do some kind of token system so that we can maybe count down the number of helps that we're allowed to ask for in one day. And we want to make sure that we're doing positive praise in appropriate ways. So when a student is doing work without asking for help, we want to make sure that we praise, praise, praise. Now that's the generic version. So let's give a couple very specific to you. You might want to start with a replacement phrase. So help might be too general of a phrase for this student to use to get what he needs. He may need another phrase to use as a replacement. And maybe that is not help. Um, Maybe you want to do a replacement phrase of I can do this or I've got it that he can do with activities that he really does know how to do independently. You said before that he was opening his food at lunch and putting his backpack away and now he's asking for help, but maybe his phrase needs, the replacement phrase needs to be I've got this or I can do it so that you can start to give him some some positive self-talk phrases to use in place of help. The other thing that you might want to start to do is to really give him a situation where he does need help. I know this sounds like self-sabotage, and it is a little bit, but sometimes we want to put our students in situations where they do have to process through an event or process through their sequence in a purposeful way. You might give him a situation that he is independent in, like opening food at lunch, um, but then throw in a a wrench, a monkey wrench in. So maybe you give him his lunch kit, but he doesn't have any silverware and you want him to ask for help to get the silverware. Maybe while he's using his computer, the power's not on and you need him to ask for help to get the power on. You're throwing in a situation where he does authentically need help so that he can ask for it and see the result in a meaningful way. That might help to synthesize the fact that he doesn't need help during some of these tasks that he has in the past done independently. And then the third thing is, if you think that this student is doing this behavior for attention specifically, then I really want you to think about how you can have him replace this help, this call for help, with something specific to get positive attention. So I know some people will recommend that you reinforce less the the use of the word help. I mean, all kinds of complicated things of to, to, to lessen the reinforcement of help. But if you think this is attention-seeking behavior, I want you to think about how you can find another way for him to get positive attention from others. Is it asking a social phrase? Um, hey, how are you? Could be a phrase that the student uses when he wants to socialize with someone and isn't sure how to do that. So something to think about is if you think it's for attention, what phrase or system can you put in place so that he can get social um, interactions, he can get positive attention from people without using the help phrase. So three strategies that you might want to try with this student. I would love to hear how this is working out for you and which one of those you try to do. I think it's very, very difficult to try to work on some behaviors without being able to meet So please, Patty, I beg of you, drop me an email and let me know how things are going. And for writing your question in today and having it answered on the show, I am definitely sending you a behavior support tool. You just let me know which one it is. I would suggest a token economy or possibly the behavior toolkit that has some visuals in it that might support the student. But if it is a social story that you want, I will write one just for you. So let me know how things are all going. And for the rest of y'all out in your classrooms, stay strong and teach on. We'll talk to you soon. 
There are so many questions out there about how to be the best teacher you can be when you work with low-incident students and students with severe disabilities like autism. And we need all the great teachers we can get, so stay strong and teach on. Thanks for listening to The Teacher Nook. Don't miss the next episode by subscribing now. You can do that by visiting www.noodlenook.net or searching on your favorite podcast player. Bye, y'all. Till next time.